Hello everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host Oscar and here on the Potter Discussion we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little easter eggs you might have missed and you probably did. Today I have another theory for you. This is my third theory in the group of theories I told you I would do, why Snape is forced to teach potions. It was no secret that Snape wanted to teach the dark arts, as Percy said. It's no secret that Snape wants to dance Quirrell's job. But why? Why didn't he get it? He was obviously a great teacher, even though he was really mean. He knew the material super well, but Dumbledore refused to give him the post. Why is this? Why is this a thing? Why does this be grammars on point as? So, let us get into it. Why Snape is, t- is forced to teach potions. Professor Snape was never anyone's favorite character. He was foul and totally unfair to Harry and the rest of the Gryffindors. And yes, he had his whole heartbreaking reveal about his Patronus of Lily and James and of course Harry, but he really only did that because he was forced to by Dumbledore. But thought that Snape was an evil wizard through and through, never sat right with me. And I was right in thinking there was and is more to Snape than just on the outside. We all know his past wasn't the most pleasant of all things, but you might have looked over a few important things that led Snape down the path he went down. Potions. He was going for the defense against the dark arts job for years, but never got it. Was that because he was better at potions than defense against the dark arts? Or maybe something else? Let's take a look at Snape's time at school to get a better view. So, why would Snape suddenly have such a passion for potions of all, all of a sudden? Well, Snape was always the butt of the joke. We saw he was always made fun of, and he was picked on by Sirius Black and James Potter. This was expressing annoyance for Snape, because James and Sirius were always top of the class in almost everything they did. Snape could never fight back or throw a mean insult because he like they couldn't find anything. So, uh, not the great, not a great situation for Snape. James was also a very good Quidditch player, which boosted his and Sirius's popularity by a very substantial margin. It was the top versus the bottom. What does Snape do? Well, he finds the thing they are worst at, and beat him. So, let's just take a, take a wild shot in the dark. Like, just, 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 yeah. Yeah, I assume you got it. Uh, yeah. Potions. They were only not top of the class because Lily Evans was. She was a natural at potions, as Professor Slughorn has said. So, what can Snape do? 
Lily was his best friend. How could he do that? Well, it became very easy one day. He called her a mudblood, and they weren't as great friends anymore. Now all Snape had to do was get really good at potions. Think about it. Lily does not like Snape anymore, but she does like James. So, Snape now has to be top of the class. It'll shove Sirius and James back by beating Lily, showing her that he was better. The perfect plan. And maybe it was the perfect plan. Maybe it had the fire, it had the legs to go the track. That's not the saying, but maybe it had the legs to go the distance. That's what I'm settling on. It had the legs. And did it go that far? No, it didn't, because Lily unfortunately died. And it actually didn't work out. The plan wasn't as good as everyone thought. So maybe it wouldn't have turned out so great for Snape. But at least he tried, and he made a plan in his evil brain, as he always does. So yeah, I mean, this I think this could definitely make sense. Because as we've seen in like the flashbacks, when Snape gave Harry some of his memory in the seventh book, we definitely saw a kind of a backstory to Snape. It was not kind of, it was literally a backstory to Snape's life, his, some of his childhood and his years at school. We also saw how James and Sirius really tormented Snape at school, so it was, he was dead set on beating them at one little thing. And I mean, he, he did. I think he did. Because he is now teaching potions. Because so you you don't notice. So say seven years at school, for the first say four or five years, you are like a natural at the dark arts. It's your favorite thing in the world, and people are like, "Oh, great, yeah!" Like it's like when you're four and you make a painting. Your parents are like, "Oh, yes, good job, sweetie," and they just go back to their newspaper. But when you're older and you actually have potential, people start to notice what you're good at. So when Snape and Lily became not-so-great friends and Snape was determined to get top of the class, it only made sense for Snape to get super, super, duper good at potions and study and do all of his homework and do the best he possibly could right at that time. So that's exactly what people thought of when they thought of Snape. They thought, oh wow, he is great at potions. They don't think of that one painting you did when you were five. You think of how you really did all of these awesome things when you were older. And I think that that definitely plays a role in the theory because Snape, I mean, was he that noticeable when he was just starting out of school? Was he the kid who was really standing out? And I don't think he was a kid who would stand out for his, I don't know, smarts, or just he was an outgoing person. Obviously, he wasn't. As we saw, he was just nose in a book and just walking down the corridor. So obviously, he wouldn't be so outgoing, and uh, his personality wouldn't be as, like, open. And he could have been more of, like, the kid who was weird. Like, he... In in one of the flashbacks that Harry saw, um, he was, I don't want to say stalking, but he was kind of stalking um, Lily and Petunia from the, at the park. And he was wearing, like, weird clothes. 
his his father's clothes i think was it was said yeah he was he was wearing his father's clothes and he was just standing in the woods and watching him and in the movie it got even more creepy he was in the hollow of a tree and he was just looking at them and obviously they don't show it that much in the movie but it's still creepy to see him he was like climbing out of the log he's like hello there my name is snape and the branch fell and magic and then of course lily was like wow i'm sorry pointless sister i'm a witch but I don't know. Maybe this isn't just his, like, big plan for at school. Maybe this could have been his plan that he was planning, because it's a plan, for, like, since he was, like, like the moment he saw it, it's like, love at true sight. True, love at true sight. I mean, sure, the sight was true. Love at first sight. Thank you, brain. Anyways, yeah, so, so maybe it was like kind of, kind of like a love at first sight situation where he started formulating this complex plan in his head and he never really took the time to, I don't know, slow down. He just, when he saw Lily, he was like, yep, that's a girl. She's pretty. I want to like just be close to this person. So how do I maximize my time with this person? Mathematical brain firing up. Maybe he's also a math teacher. That could be a possibility. So, yeah, I think Snape definitely, this wasn't like he saw Lily and then he was like, oh, yeah, cool. And maybe like, mm, I'll, I'll show her. She was mean to me. I'll show her. Maybe it was something that he was planning since the first time he saw her. And I'd assume he had a lot of time to do that because we saw he probably didn't have the best childhood. And he definitely could have just been sitting in a cellar for hours. That doesn't play part at all, but still, I thought it was worth mentioning. So, um, yeah, I think that could definitely be something that we could, um, something that you could look at and decide for yourself. I'm not going to decide for you. What do you think Snape did? Who knows? I know. Do you know? It's a theory. No one knows. Yay! We're all happy. So, yes. And I feel like when Snape was planning to kind of get the attention of Lily... He wasn't planning, well, originally at least, he wasn't He wasn't originally planning to, like, beat her and beat James. Well, I think he was planning to beat James, but I don't think he was originally planning to beat Lily specifically, because at the time of the plan he was making, um, Snape was still great friends with Lily. We, they were, like, in cahoots all the time. And it was only when um, he, uh, what's his name, Snape called Lily a mudblood that Snape really went off and he said, you know what, I'm changing my plan. I'm going to beat Lily. I'm going to show Lily. And I just want to show James and Sirius. And then Lily's going to see me as the cool dude, the, the dude that she should have never left. I'll show her. So that definitely could have been kind of like a, a thing. And the question I always have to ask is, what would the story have been like if Snape didn't call Lily uh, Mudblood, would they still be friends? Would Voldemort not have killed them? Probably not, but still, it, it would be strange to see like that um, that uh, alteration of reality. Well, I think that just about closes up this theory. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and leave a review, preferably five stars, because I might read your review on the air. Actually, right now, as you're listening to this, I am examining several reviews I received and picking one of them to read on Wednesday's episode. So definitely, if you want yours to be in the running, it could very 
well be the one I read. If you have any questions, comments, or theories you want to hear on the podcast, definitely shoot me an email. Um, the Potter Discussion at gmail.com. That's the Potter Discussion at gmail.com. If you want to go kind of more of a text format, you can go DM me on Instagram. My handle is at the Potter Discussion. Pretty simple to remember. Yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed. Stay safe, wear your mask. Bye bye.